Attention! Is film like milk? Yes. It's got culture in it. And it's. Mm, damn it. Leche. <laughs> Whole milk, skim milk, medium milk. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk Could me? Could you milk me? Hi, and welcome back to Age Like Milk, the podcast where we decide if a film has gone bad in the mind fridge of your mind. I am one of your hosts, Paris Herbert Taylor, and with me, just enjoying the beautiful leaves, is my good friend, David William Rogers. Hello. What's happening? I would love to jump in a pile of leaves right now. It sounds yeah. sounds like a lot yeah. of fun. I want to roll around and just like look longingly <laughs> at a brownstone. That's the vibe, isn't it? It Autumn. is a vibe. You know, you get the Starbucks with the yeah. pumpkin spice lattes and all those I'm drinks. All about it. One thing about me is I will try every pumpkin spice thing okay. that, that there is. Did you and try not, the chai one? I haven't tried that one, okay. but I'm down for them all. Like if I go to a cafe between, you know, like September and whenever, it's like it's 50-50. I'm getting either the the autumn drink, the pumpkin drink, or I'm getting the, the peppermint drink. But I will say not all pumpkin things are equal. Scott <laughs> bought me a, a sugar-free creamer and it's disgusting. It's almond milk. It's the worst. And I'm like, oh, I usually, usually you just sprinkle a little bit of the spices in there. And I'm like, good to go. Yeah. No matter what. <laughs> this milk thing. Not no. good. Okay. Hard no. Good to know. Yeah. You have well, to sorry, text me and off. let me know where that's from. Uh, <laughs> well, it's from, <laughs> I think it's from Whole Foods. Don't, okay. Number one, don't spend your money out, you know, expensive people places. If you can't <laughs> afford the risk. Not the $70 shakes from Erewhon mm-hmm. or whatever, the smoothies. Yeah, but I cut you off. You were going to say something about autumn. Um, yeah, it's just, oh, I was saying I'm slowly starting to stop sweating every five mm. minutes. So that's something I'm looking forward. Normally, I'm like, oh, I'm sad. Summer's over. I like the warm, Hell but no. I've just been sweating constantly. It's been, it's been too hot this summer. I'm with you. I mean, it is, you know, this is an evergreen episode, but it's, uh, you know, the leaves are turning and it's still fucking hot. I took the dogs yeah. for a walk today and I was like this is actually bullshit. Like, give me, <laughs> especially like if you love a, a cute jacket, like a, you know, like a turned up cuff of the jeans. It's like, I'm still wearing shorts and tank tops. Like, yeah. look at me. Yeah. Stupid. I love the good in a the hoodie. Yeah. yeah. I just wake up. The mornings have been nice. I've been getting mornings up. have been really yeah, nice. I've been getting up early to work you. out. I see you as I well. See I, I'm going to come, I'm going to come do that class with you. David and I are friends on Apple watch. And I honestly did get the Apple watch partly to track like my steps and stuff. Cause I think mm-hmm. I, there was a period of time where I was like, I feel like I'm not moving enough. And it tells you and your friends work out. And I have been on my way to work at class. And it's like, David just finished a workout. And usually <laughs> you're more of like a lunchtime guy. Yeah. I will say. Yeah. But, so I've been like, damn, he is up early getting that grind yeah. on. <laughs> Love that for you. Yeah, it's easier to get it out. And I, I, That's I, what I assume think. you feel the same way. Because, yeah, because then you don't have to worry about you get busy in your day and you're not trying to rush to the gym and you have a better workout. You're there. You're totally. in it. You know, you're not thinking about And by the way, else. something always comes up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like if you go first thing in the morning, I used to do, you know this, like I used to be that 6 a.m. girly with, I had a small group of women during the pandemic and we had a personal trainer who would, you know, we would meet four times a week in a park and we would do, and people were like 6 a.m. That's crazy. And now I'm more on like the 7, 8 a.m. train, but mm-hmm. needless to say before work is the move. Cause yeah. once work starts, game over. No telling. No yeah. telling. But anyway, it's the autumn time. And speaking is. of people with jobs that definitely seem like they would know each other, David, what is the film we are doing today? The film we are doing is Autumn in New York. 
This came out in the year 2000, PG-13, got an hour 43 runtime. PG-13. Yeah, well, yeah, we should talk about that. Uh, (laughs) The director was Joan Chen. I think this is like her second like major film that she got to do or was able to do. Um, And the writer was Alison Burnett. He's wrote and directed a few other things. And top cast goes to Richard Gere, Winona Ryder, Anthony La Peglia, Elaine Stritch, Vera Farmiga, who's a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. People have probably seen her in like the Conjuring movies, but mm-hmm. I've seen her in a ton of other stuff. She was in um, that movie with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, I forget the name, The Departed, but mm-hmm. she's she's been around forever and yeah. crushing it and everything she does. So. Um, yeah, this movie was interesting. It- yes, wait, I want to. I want to. I want to talk about Joan real quick, the director, because I feel like we always kind of like mention them in the beginning, yeah. and then we like breeze past. I will say she seems to be more of an actress. Like she has ninety three yes. acting credits, mm-hmm. and she also has a couple writing credits. And I just wanted to call her out because a she's a woman of minority. She's an mm-hmm. Asian woman, AAPI, and b. A female director which as we know from like the breakdowns there's not a whole lot of them and see like we love a multi-hyphenate we yeah. you know you and i are yeah. doing multiple things we love that so definitely love you that know, whatever we're about to say about the film yeah we, <laughs> we have sad. some thoughts yeah i do want to say like it is great to see a movie spearheaded you know and to see people getting chances and if she do. and i hope she gets more chances i feel like and we'll talk about this movie but I read a little something on a like NY mag or something like that. And they talked about how she took this and she wasn't getting a lot of opportunity. A lot of women Mm. weren't getting a lot of, you know, directorial opportunities. And then especially minority women that weren't, you know, of a certain, in a certain lane, she wasn't getting opportunities to direct things. So she took this and it was kind of like, you know, her Hollywood debut, but (laughs) it's a, it's a movie. It's certainly <laughs> a movie. <laughs> it is a movie. I think it, what's interesting is like this has popped up on a few lists. Like my my girlfriends are big onto like the TikTok and, you know, we literally, David, cannot tell you. August, whatever the last day is, 30 days of Octo- of August or 31, I always forget. Literally the stroke of midnight, I was like, it is, it is autumn. It's and time. I got a pumpkin spice latte the following day and then my girlfriends and I were like sending these lists around of you know like cute fall things to do even though we live in southern california and it's still a billion degrees you know like every weekend i swear to god it's like the girls are texting each other like oh what are we watching this weekend and it's always something cutesy like sleepless in seattle which i i don't know if we did that one we, we did you've got mail yeah we did you, got you know mail. like the the classics that yeah. feel very foolish and so when harry met sally we did that one when harry met sally um this one pops up on a bunch of lists and it's also called autumn in new york it's right there in the name and so you know winona Ryder, love richard Gere, some of these other actors that we're talking about and then you watch it and what did you think david what do you want what do you want to say um we're texting each other a little bit i think we're texting each other a little bit more than we normally do about about some of these movies we normally save it but i i'm starting to i'm not i don't feel bad but i thought this movie was terrible 
And yeah, let's just, just go ahead and yeah, say it. I thought so, this movie was horrible. Um, I think not a good movie. Not a good movie. There was one. But it's fun to talk about. We're going to talk yes. about it, and you should stay tuned because. Yes. Gave it a, <laughs> but if you listen to our episode under the Tuscan Sun, you know we were also not huge fans of that movie. Yes. And while I was still watching it, I was texting you, being like, "Is that if you had to watch one movie for the rest of your life on a loop, would you choose this?" Yeah. Or Under the Tuscan Sun. And you said, I think I would choose Under the Tuscan Sun. And I was like, oh boy. And that is because, and that's why I asked you if you'd finished it yet, right? Mm -hmm. Because I was saying this autumn in New York's a little more heavy because, spoiler Mm -hmm. alert, Winona Ryder dies at the end, right? Uh, (laughs) J.K. Rowling, phenomenal talent. Not not J.K. Rowling. Uh, Sorry, (laughs) J.K. There's no Harry Potter in in this. I'm so sorry. Well, It'd be a lot more entertaining if there was, but um, Wingardium Livic Cancer or whatever <laughs> yeah, she has. The uh, tumor. Um, yeah. But yeah, J.K. Simmons, uh, phenomenal actor, but he's in this movie for like five minutes and he just, you That's know, probably like takes, a, you know. takes a helicopter from, and they really don't address this because I looked up how far helicopters can go and the max is like 400 miles. So he goes. And how far away is Ohio? Yeah, it's, I, I, feel like it's a little bit farther than that to New York. That was um, his second helicopter. He was just helicopter yeah, jumping. Right. And he goes from Ohio after working a full shift. And this Very is why I, this is why I deleted this text because uh, you hadn't finished it yet. And I was oh. like, he, he flies from Ohio after a full shift, goes to New York to do this once time, you know, this surgery that's never been done before because he's that kind of doctor who who wants the accolades and do something that's tough. And she dies. <laughs> Wait, I think I think we're jumping ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying. But I, what I I'm getting at is like why I would want to watch uh, – Uh, Under the Tuscan Sun is because this ends a little more heavy, at least with uh, Diane Lane. She's like, okay, I got the spot and I got a bunch of friends. Yeah, yeah. right. So it ends on a on a sweeter note. That's why I would choose that movie on repeat. Okay, I love that. Well, I'm going to do the synopsis just since here. Okay, so this is a movie about an old man, literally double the age of the lead actress, Richard Gere, who is notoriously you know, debauchery, like womanizer and always dating much younger women. He's a very successful restaurateur, although the bear could never because in his restaurant, it's so people are like fucking with each other's food. It's just like the dumbest kitchen scene in the world. Um, anyway, Winona Wright is at the restaurant with her grandma. He used to go out with always friends with her mom. They fall into this love triangle. That's how, like, that's the age difference. Winona Ryder and, and Richard Gere. And then it turns out he's like, this cannot be anything. And like he sleeps there and then she's like, well, I'm sick. And then he suddenly feels like he has to stay with her and he does some shitty things. Like he has sex with a woman at a party that she's also there. And then he decides to be committed to her and decides to save her life. And then she dies. Yeah. It's a great synopsis, but like you're good at what you do. This movie was all over the place. Yes, it was. And that's the distilled version. Yes. when you're watching it, you would have no idea what the synopsis is. What was. the fuck is going on? Like, he's a restaurateur, but there's so much passion, like, in cooking. I felt like none of that came through in the story no. or his character. So wooden. Exactly. So wooden. And he's just, oh, like a restaurant guy who banks a bunch of chicks. And in a lot of the I'm stuff. I'm on Time Magazine. <laughs> yeah, and a ton of the stuff I read wow. about this, it was like this womanizer who's doing this and that. And then he meets Winona Ryder. He dates one lady to start off, right? He's got a date at the restaurant and then and he meets in the park. and in the park and he meets Renona Winona Ryder. But it's not like through the whole movie he's banging all these women. 
he just cheats on her once when they get mm-hmm. together and they just say that he's a womanizer. It's so, like, a pic- well, and then his daughter comes to the picture who, yeah. who he abandoned. Yeah. So I think it's like a lot of it. Yeah. It's, it's talking about the womanizing without like the sexy, I feel like a later 2000s movie would have like a, like a jump cut scene where it was like him leaving a bunch of women's houses or yeah. something, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's early morning getting picked up in a car and just never talking to him again. But it just, it just seemed a lot of, it was rushed and forced, even though this movie. The, the scripts <laughs> took some, some meandering. Yeah. Um, I watched this on freebie. I know you did too. I texted you and I was like, is this one worth like ads? Like, uh, and you're like, no, <laughs> just watch it. Without. <laughs> yeah, do but not. I will say freebie. Okay. So it's, we're back to like cable television now where we're getting ads some of the ads were really jarringly placed for me exactly so it would be like this devastating scene where she's in the hospital and i was like try anal beads like anal beads are great or whatever yeah. you know do you have a smelly toilet and yeah. it was like so loud i'm like oh okay, out of nowhere is- yeah and louder than the movie is right yeah. so you gotta like find your remote to try to turn it down and yeah jarring and it's just out of left field but i would be upset if this was actually a decent movie i'd be like i can't watch this i'm not engaged i'm not in it there was one scene that i actually was like i caught myself at the end of it and i was like i was into that and that was a scene when um richard gear the character will keen and his daughter vera farmiga played by lisa are talking in his is it his apartment when he gets home and she's waiting no. for him or he he goes uh, and meets her. Yeah, I think it's is the one with all the bookshelves. I think that was her apartment. No, that wasn't because she was sitting on no. the table. I think it was when he, they first meet. So he goes oh. and sees her like she's at um, her job and he doesn't yes. he doesn't okay. address her. And then he comes into his building and she's there. And she's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That to me was like the most, you Lisa. know, yeah, the most like impactful scene that I was okay. like, Oh, these two actually are going back and forth here. This is life. The rest they of this kinda, movie, they is- kind of tease you because they make you see. We meet Lisa at like a party. Winona Ryder's character actually mm-hmm. meets her. She approaches her, and you think this is just another woman that he slept with. And then he goes, "Who was that?" And she's like, "Oh, that was her name's Lisa." And he looks, and you're like, "Oh, they banged." But yeah. then it's like, "Oh shit, she was his daughter." Again, who was clearly much older than Winona Ryder. And some of his looks. It- I, and I want to talk to you about this. So like, say, are you writing a script? And I put, I had to put the subtitles on for a little bit and he scoffs so much and it would just be like, scoff, scoff, giggle and scoff, giggle and scoff. You know, when Winona Ryder's like talking to him and he just looks down and the Richard Gere thing, where he throws his hair back. I think <sighs> that was part of huh. his charm. Uh, I, I, d- think that was- I don't get it. It just, it like reads so like, yeah. fake to me. Uh, I just think that was movie. his thing, you know, like he, like Hugh Grant was like the floppy head British guy that was always like, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Um, and this was his thing was the flippity floppity scoffity. And the and eyes, he squinted yeah. his eyes constantly. I, yeah. It, look, do I think he's handsome? Yes. Obviously now he's much older. I was reading a review. Oh my God, it was scathing. Let's see if it fucks up my <laughs> recording. Uh, this guy gave it two stars um, back in 2000 when it, when it came out um and i'll just read you a little bit when mgm elected not to screen autumn in new york for film critics the decision touched off a minor controversy first stars richard gear and winona Ryder spoke out 
um, defending the movie, claiming it was an insult to the integrity of the film and the director, which we love that. We love a cast standing behind a director. Um, but then it was just basically like, everyone is weary of seeing wooden actor Richard Gere involved in on-screen romances with women half his age. At first it was Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman, and now it's Winona Ryder. Gear, who will turn 51 this month and looks 10 years older than his actual age, seems incapable of appearing in a movie where his ego is not stroked by a much younger woman. I was like, damn, they went in on. But I I was, but then I was doing the math and I was like, okay, wait, if he was 51 in 2000, then he's like 74 now. Yeah. I don't know if he's still acting, but, and she was 29 when they made this? Oh, she was 21? Okay. Yeah. She's meant to be 21. 20, like, yeah, act- 22. Character. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, 21. 21. Um, but yeah, it did start off so hilarious, David. You know, as you guys know, I feel like I can speak about it now that the strike is over. Hooray. Um, I wrote a Christmas movie. It's a very traditional rom-com. It will be out this Christmas in theory. We'll see. It's called The 12 Days of Christmas. And it's just funny because when this movie was opening, I really did turn to Scott, who refused to sit through more than five minutes of it. And was like, wow they really chose like the jobs like that, you know, cause it was like, he's a restaurateur and she's a hat maker. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, it's just ridiculous. And her hats were trash. Terrible. And it's, yeah, we're having a hat party for her birthday and, but she's sick and she's dying and you're going to get involved with her, cheat on her. And this was a big thing I, I wrote a note about. So they're at a, Halloween party they're you know falling for each other he randomly fucks this chick that he used to bang while she's reading to the kids at this party and she's like I can feel heartbeats I want to feel your heart to see if you're lying basically finds out he's lying she asked to get out of the car he gets out and then they go back and forth and then he's the one that storms away and says this is never going to work like, blah, 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 I'm too old for you, or whatever he says. And he's like, it just can't work between us. And he walks off. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, so you bang another chick. She, you know, cheat on this woman who's terminally ill. And then you're going to be the one to try to take the control and the power by saying you ended it. Like, that whole scene was ridiculous to me. Yeah. Okay, so I just looked up. Because I, it's funny, I just went to see Pretty Woman. And it didn't really bother me whole age difference which is maybe silly but julia was 22 and richard Gere was 40 when the movie premiered so i don't know what the exact ages were meant to be but this one obviously more because she's meant to be like 22 and whatever but yes that struck me that he was like all butthurt and walked off also i was like wow the audacity of this man like she has very clear boundaries she's like i basically do not want to be resuscitated i do not want to like have the surgery that like whatever whatever and he's like fucking calling every surgeon in the world. He's on like, he's calling like surgeons in like Germany. He's talking to this, this woman, this medical person is giving him a full rundown of her medical history. I yeah. texted you. I was like, what's going on? Without her in the room. Yeah. Without her in the room. And it's like, she's not her dad. She's not and her he, boyfriend. He falsifies her name on documents, doesn't he? Yes. At the end, yeah. they're like, look at my signature that I did. Compared to yours. This life insurance policy I took out. (laughs) I know, seriously. Because my restaurant's failing. And Because I'm never there. Because I don't pay any attention. (laughs) And my chefs are fucking around on each other. Um, He never, like, stops to think, like, do I have the right to do this? He just bulldozes through in a very... 
straight white male and no one around her is like hey this guy is con- controlling you and then at the end he kind of gaslights her into doing the surgery yeah right it's it's ridiculous and just his character i guess you know he's flawed and he yeah this is who i am and i do it because i can and blah blah blah. like that played out whole thing it is just like where it goes and he's talking to his i don't know if it's a bartender friend uh anthony lapaglia he's australian he's australian okay so john and they're talking and he's like yeah it's over blah blah blah. when they said they're dating it's a perfect woman because she's gonna die basically yeah, that's like what he says. She's not gonna want commitment, she's not, and she's yeah. gonna be gone soon. She's gonna be gone. Yeah, bro. Just... Also, to be the friend, and he's married, and they have two, two small kids. To be the friend, if my, if you started dating, if you're 50 years old and you start dating 21 year olds, I am gonna say something <laughs> as your friend. I'm gonna say, David William Rogers, get your fucking shit together yeah, and get a you woman doing? your own age. Yeah, or close. why are you dating a woman that is younger than your daughter? Yeah, literally. What yeah. is this need here? And they just kind of like, oh, he's such a rapscallion. Like in the 2000s, it's like, dude, no. no. Such a weird, that would just, weird th- movie. This would never fly today. No. There is a scene when she first like has an attack or passes out, right? Did you think they were fucking? I thought they were fucking. So did I. <laughs> and I was like, and I, I'll be honest with you. At that moment, I was like so checked out. I was on my phone. Yeah. So I was like, wait, what? And I had to rewind it. <laughs> And she just collapses. But I then watched when they again do today. fuck, when they do fuck, it's also against the glass. Yeah. It's very, and then you see a nipple. I'm like, oh. It's, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's so like disjointed. She's a bird. <laughs> She's a little baby bird. <laughs> and it's just so weird so to weird. see her getting railed up against the glass. Yeah. I mean, it's not that aggressive. But that's why I said PG. When you said it was PG, I was like, sir. Oh my god! Maybe we're too sexually repressed now, but maybe it's just no. If it was like done where, like you knew the angle, I wasn't questioning it. Like we both thought she's di- she's dying or having an incident, and we're thinking it's a sex scene. Yeah, I something's think it was not her against exactly, the Something's not coming across. <laughs> whether it's the the script, the acting, the directing, whatever, how the scene was shot, you know. Maybe it was kind of deliberate, like keep i don't know yeah the but like why they, then why what then you don't know what you're doing you don't know what you want this yeah. movie to be if that's what you're like oh let's let's make her think or people think that she's having an attack or they're fucking like, <laughs> also this movie was so dark and claustrophobic i mean there were a couple of really beautiful scenes of like where it was like new yorkish but then it was just like miserable and they were in different apartments and they were fighting and every scene felt very closed in almost every scene and very just so claustrophobic oh my god if this movie is so terrible this is so bad (laughs) this might be the worst movie we've ever seen it's it's up there like we might even thanks killing had (laughs) ingenuity you know what i mean and we laughed a lot like that movie knew what it was thanks killing knows what they were this trying to do. This is a movie that was like, we are a serious rom-com. Yeah. It would be a classic. Oh my God. It's, um, and I, I saw some stuff too, that there might've been a rewrite um, mm. at the detriment to Winona Ryder, but she was mm. okay with it. Things like that. Um, there might've been a fully nude scene that was cut of her, but Ooh. you know, who knows? Maybe she gets out of the bathtub and has another attack and slips, but we think they're having sex. So maybe it's yeah. good. They cut it out. 
It's just, Bro. this is, uh, yeah. And also just, I just thought it was so weird that he had, the grandma is like, yeah, like the mom was in love with him. I, if my mom, no, I'm sorry. No, immediately no. To That's, not I, say anything to, like you're the grandma and you don't tell your granddaughter that yeah, this dude's some, kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Like and immediately. That he like broke your mother's heart, you know? Yeah. I think immediately after Richard Gere leaves that table, when they first meet, that any other grandma is saying what happened. Yeah, your mom used to care about him a lot, and they dated, she, or, they, or there was like a thing there. Yeah, and, but she banged. He banged her best friend, and impregnated her. Is that uh, his daughter? That uh, what do you mean? I, well, Vera? she said. Yeah, he. She says he he put a baby in her best friend or he like knocked her up or yeah. she says something. So I'm wondering if that's then. Plus he's got more kids out there, which wouldn't put it past old, <laughs> old Dick Greer. <laughs> Dicky gear. Um, dude, no, there's just, there's so many things to say that I almost just like want to leave it and just talk about something else because <laughs> the friends don't say anything. The, the grandma's a low key hoarder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's never at his restaurant. I mean, the age, the whiteness of it all. You know, they are in New York in theory. And there's not, you know, there's like, even the door guy is white at his building. There's maybe yeah. like a few bantery guys that like seem to be of, you know, Hispanic descent in the kitchen. I mean, this movie is so bad that that stuff didn't even pop in my head. Really? Yeah. About, you know, inclusivity or anything like that or does she have her own story besides you know no. just being attached to richard her, her job her bar she scans bobby and her job is die at the end of the movie <laughs> literally i just the manipulation when he like he asks her to make him a hat for his date to this bowl and then she gets there with the hat and she's drenched because she like walked across town he's yeah. like i'm just kidding the date is with you and the dress is in the bedroom like i would be like I have plans. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I know I'm dying. This is a swap. I have something better to do yeah. than to just, you're random. Also, when he they meet, this meet cute, there's, I'm so sorry, but there's no chemistry there for me. I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see it. And he like looks across the bar and she looks across the bar and it looks like a 12 year old that's like at the <laughs> at a parents' tables. Like, I just, the, the undertones, the Woody Allen undertones of this film. Yeah. I can't. A, the, for really good actors, a lot of it seemed forced and it was just like pushing, not really, they weren't really living yes. it. Like, why did they do this movie? Did MGM have something on them? <laughs> <You> <laughs> they could have. Got a black could have dark, dark parts of Hollywood at some stages. But even like um, the when JK comes out, when he loses her on the table oh or whatever. I almost texted you about this. When like, he like takes off his hat yeah, all sad. Yeah, and he's all sweaty and he's like upset and he like rips it off, like takes it off his head. Doctors don't do that. You no. would have, if you have any kind of emotion, you would do that like around your other nurses or other doctors and like, fuck, like try blah, And they blah. have separate people. You don't come, come out of a out. surgery with your family member's blood on your hands. Like, <laughs> we lost her. <laughs> we lost her. They sit you I'm in a, I mean, Because I this is my one knock against my whole career. Well, I better get it back yeah. on my helicopter and go back to Ohio now. I got another surgery. I've been up for someone four else, days. Yeah, someone in Alaska needs me. So I've been up this helicopter. What the fuck, bro? 
this movie this movie could have been something but this yeah. is why we haven't heard of it and this mm-hmm. is why it's not a holiday classic you know yeah. i'm kind of wishing we did like the family stone or something i was just like so craving like leaves you know something cozy and that's some good it's a good trees in this movie yeah, for a second. I mean, <laughs> you know what else has good trees? Those like free screensavers you get on YouTube. <laughs> same amount of story, same character development. So you choose. Oh <laughs> you my choose. god! Yeah, this I, is. I mean, rom coms, man. It's like I love the genre, and then you watch a really bad one, and you're like, okay, not every boy meets girl. Yeah, situation. but is this but considered a? A rom-com? I mean, I was so, from the trailer and gotcha. the post. I'm I only mean, on the trailer post. We're laughing yeah. about it, but I think it's supposed it's to be. It's a drama. It's yeah, a drama. Romantic drama. I don't. I mean, I think rom-com because I'm like, yeah, I'm just like hot guy, hot girl, you know. It, predictable too. Like, um, wait, wait, wait. I'm setting up the tree. Wait, give yeah. me, wait, give me another second. Give me another second. Like 20 minutes earlier, it was like, hey, if it happens again, you call JK and he'll come to the rescue. And then, of course, okay, the lights are on. Come look. Yeah, she's on the floor. Dead. No. (laughs) She survived. But then she died because Richard Gere killed her because he made her have the surgery. (laughs) She could have been in Bali. She could have been climbing Mount Everest and just saying, like, if I go up here, I go. That's the other thing. Why would he cheats on you? No, I I feel like it's a very low percentage of any woman or guy in a situation like that would take this person back. Like 20 something years your senior, you are on your way out. You don't know how much time you have left. So you're going to waste it on this piece of shit who just fucked somebody while you were doing a nice thing, reading to kids. Yeah. Yeah, just below you. I doubt many people are jumping back in that situation well what does that say about you as a person yeah. if you are like, like your self-worth and it's yeah. yeah she's like i make tiny hats <laughs> tiny hits <laughs> and i'm like go on a vacation yeah. please go see go something somewhere. like go, like go see something and write write poetry like this is your right. whole stick. If that's what you like yeah and go make hats at some place (laughs) you have an interesting perspective on life because you're young and you don't know how much time you have left like no i'm gonna spend it with this old fuck old balls over here yeah gross can you imagine (laughs) oh my god she's so young and he's like rubbing his wrinkly Uh, dick on her leg as as we think he's fucking her i don't don't get it like we saw um pretty woman at Hollywood Forever Cemetery. I know. And, and we like, loved it. Yeah, I do. But I'm saying Richard Gere. I, there's this really good movie I like of him. Um, it's like old England. And um, oh. yeah, Sean Connery's in it. And he's like the king. And Richard Gere obviously steals his queen. I think it's like Ooh. Guinevere like type shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to yeah. have to watch this. Cause uh, and that know. one's good. Like there's a little bit of action in it. And, you know, he's, they're going back and forth. But the, like I don't i'm watching this movie i don't get it i don't think he's from the woman's perspective i don't get how women are attracted to this or like how cheesy this is or looks or they don't see through it i do think it's it's just you were touching on it it's it's the scoffing it's the squinting it's this like it's this like intellectual i mean billy crystal (laughs) is sexy no but he's funny about this 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, this guy's like charming or something. See, I don't get the charm. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like a very brusque, like, I'm above you and I'm rich and you're a prostitute or I'm a a restaurateur. And you're 22 and you're dying. (laughs) Your heart's going to explode something. We never totally, or maybe I was checked out, but did they tell us what was actually wrong with her? Did they like go into it? She had a tumor that was increasing in size and like Well, I was not paying attention. So all I got from that was that she was sick and dying and it was something to do with her heart, honestly. If you told me it was an original, Mia or something i'd be like yeah that sounds right or she had two hearts or an extra valve or i wish she had two hearts unborn twin was in there on the pressing on like a part of it like i don't know oh my god see all all more interesting than what we got to see here this is no this the guy that the review i read earlier he gave it two stars and i was like that's a bit generous that is a bit generous (laughs) that is a bit generous that's so mean (laughs) i mean it's it's got a 5.6 out of 10 on twenty eight thousand reviews on imdb so that seems high it definitely (laughs) seems i saw some people like give it like five stars and they're like oh it's like yeah he's like a womanizer but it's really like sweet and blah 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 like i love i was like we were not watching the same movie It's just all Richard Kidd's alt accounts. That's what he's doing now. <laughs> that he's not acting. He's just inflating it by like 0.1% oh, every day. Yeah. It's going to be like 9.8 in five years. He's, he's like, got like a troll farm in yeah. Indonesia or something. He's just paying, paying <laughs> yeah. 22 year olds to. <laughs> well, as long as he's paying them to do actual legitimate work yeah. and not make them hats or come hang out with them in his suite. oh my god shit i know like i'm glad we watched this though because we do we do watch a lot of good movies and without that scale of zero to ten for us or zero to 100 like we need we need some of these bottom i also i also like it because like we've both seen a lot of movies and sometimes it is fun to re-watch it and i love when we get into the conversations of like oh when was the last time you saw this or you know, we, if we have a guest and it's like a mix, like maybe you've seen it, I've never seen it, and the guest hasn't seen it in 10 years. It's always cool to get the interesting perspective. Yeah. But I also love <laughs> when we just find a random movie, like the one that, okay, so I've been watching The Nanny because I love Friend Russia and yeah. she's the SAG captain and we love her. And remember the, the guy that plays opposite her, I always forget his name, but we watched that movie that was like Mom's Day Vampire. vampire yeah, yeah. And it was like a Disney movie. And it just like, came up on Amazon and obviously you've never seen it and I've never seen it. <laughs> and just like, I don't know, you know, there's something special about both of us being like, what, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah. Experiencing know? something together and then yeah, discussing yeah. it. Yeah. Cause we don't, we don't watch all the movies together. In fact, we, re- you know, we rarely do. Our mm-hmm. schedules are so busy. Occasionally we do, which is so fun. But so it's funny. Like if we do watch it on the same night and we're texting or like he saw it the night before, it's just, yeah. Or like sometimes I've watched it first and then you're like, oh boy. And you're just, you, you're, you're not as bad as me. I feel like I give away too much in the text. I'm like, for real? Like, this is what yeah, we're Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah. But yeah, <sighs> okay. but it was funny. I was laughing yesterday while we were texting though. It's like I, I was... could, couldn't hold back. And I literally had like three sentences about the ending. <laughs> so and then I was like, like hey, it. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll delete it. I don't want to ruin the end for you. Did you, did you manage to get Libby to watch this one with you? No, I watched this um, like 
yesterday afternoon before she got back from work. Okay, and so she you was were like, only a couple hours before me. Yeah, she was like, was you. it good? I'm like, no, nah, it was terrible. She's like, oh, well, thank goodness, because I did ask her the, like two nights ago to watch it with me. Um, and then she's like, yeah, maybe. And then she brought it up. She's like, yeah, do you still need to watch that movie? You want to watch it? I'm like, I watched it already. It was terrible. (laughs) She's so supportive. I swear to God, like I could say Scott's favorite movie. And because it has the podcast element to it, he feels like it's homework. And he's like, oh, like literally I'll be like, oh, I want to watch this movie. And he's like, for the podcast. I'm like, if I say no, I swear. He's like, sure. If I say yeah. Yeah. Also probably because I've forced him to watch so many random stupid ones. Yeah, true. But I mean, it's. But then yeah. you find what ones you that are like, kind of yeah. What if right. you really like, like I, something? I keep thinking about Miss Firecracker with Holly Hunter, mm-hmm. even though I don't think we gave that a great. You know, we were pretty critical of it. Like honestly, like her performance stayed with me, and I would have yeah. never seen that. You know, and just like the themes of the woman. You know, whatever. It's it's yeah. It's just interesting. So yeah, I think we gave I'm, that one a, a decent nod because of yeah. just like small town. It, we were saying that it was just like a good story for like a you know this event happened in this this place at this time with all these different characters. This one, it's certainly, on it's, it's certainly not the it's so, well again <laughs> similar similar to this one and only that like you know when I was googling like Fourth of July movies, of mm. course like the typical ones come up, but we yeah. always try to find ones that are like a little bit off the beaten path. Yeah, I mean we will we will have to do Independence Day at some point, but that was kind of the same with this. Like again, looking up like autumn movies. And I'm telling you, David, this is in the top 20. I don't know if it just got like re-released or people I, are just. And this is I'm, another reason why I'm glad we do this because I posted like the tile for the Under the Tuscan Sun and I had people mm-hmm. hit me up like, oh my God, I love this movie. And oh I'm my like, God, me too. What are you talking about? What about <laughs> this movie do you love? When's the last time you've seen this? <laughs> do you remember this correctly? Like those kind of things are flying through my head. So I posted the same. I did have the same thing where people were like, oh, my God, I loved it. And I was like, why? And <laughs> I am low key side eyeing people that yeah, texted like, me. I'm like, OK, this is your taste. Like, yeah, maybe watch this again. Let's talk. In uh, fact, I had a, I had a general meeting with someone that was like, yeah, we love rom coms and like was like, we want to find something in the vein of. And they were trying to remember the name. And I was like, it's not under the Tuscan sun. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, it is. And I was like, What? Yeah. You want to make those kinds of movies? <laughs> I can't help you because I can't contribute yeah, to can't this. But I, I'm with you. I would take I would take this the Tuscan Sun over this any day. Yeah. Just any a little, day of the week. Little lighter and, and unless that's... unless you made this a drinking game and every time he scoffed or <laughs> squinted you know, or squinted. Threw his head to the side. His little face that he does. He's yeah. Like, if I feel like there's some women that'd be like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> like on a date with, <laughs> on a date with him. Like, what do you do? Do you have a tick? He was really <laughs> handsome and charming, but yeah. he has this facial like threats <laughs> yeah. that I just couldn't get past. <laughs> like he laughs Man. at his own jokes and he scoffs. No. I'm not making fun yeah. of people with Tourette's. Not. <laughs> No, Don't not at all. Me. We're bigger fans um, of Richard Gere in this movie. Yeah, Richard Gere. But yeah, and then, yeah, just, it was just, she got this dress off him. I, I don't want to criticize, like, the costumes, because I realized, like, there wasn't a lot they were working with. They're like, it's imagine, like, sitting down for the first meeting, like, department's heads are all there. Like, okay, so we got Richard Gere, who probably has 
so many strict things because he wants to be this leading man. And we've got Winona Ryder and she's a literal bird. So um, we need to make them look like they're the same age, you know, or like, you know, in the same existing in the same universe. So she goes to this ball with him, the one he like catfished her into going, David, what were those things hanging off her dress? Like the, <laughs> those like, they were like little sequence sequins, things, but yeah. like circles. Yeah. I'm looking at a picture right now. Uh, no, I IMDb. would get caught on something immediately. Yeah. I could be standing in an empty room and I would get caught on something. That dress was not practical. And she's like, I love my dress. I'm like, okay, well, I've seen your hat. So I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Cause that's not my taste. The, and I don't get the, the randomness of her with the dress and the, or the hat thing. And then it makes no sense. It she's not. Yeah. She doesn't seem that, that into it. She's like, Oh, well, I'm a free spirit. Great. But it's so random. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's in her actually. No. And then also with him, with the restaurant, it's like, yeah, look, I'm it's a restaurant tour. What it is an example of, and I'm glad you called it out is it's a writer trying to different, you know, it's not, they haven't developed the character, you know, not saying like every single thing that you do for work is going to be a part of your personality. But if you gravitate towards being like a soldier, for example, or in the military, you're probably going to be a more strict, you know, like responsible. I don't know what the term is like respect of the hierarchy type of a person. That doesn't mean that's like defining you, but it's like, humans gravitate towards things there was nothing in either of their characters i mean i think for her it was like what's a whimsical job that we can give her and for him it was like he's got to be like high profile but not an actor you know yeah. or like not a politician because that would be weird because you know yeah oh he'll be a famous restaurateur it just but yeah he wasn't meticulous he wasn't particularly clean he wasn't passionate he wasn't having yeah. her taste things and she wasn't like look at that hat that's what i'm saying like if <laughs> You know, have a, a cooking for her or doing this or that or speaking more to it. And then she, all she does is throw a little poetry at him. Right. Wait, is this so 2023 of us? Is this like in the 2000s people weren't defined by their jobs? And we'll listen back on this and be like, oh, millennials. I, I Maybe. But it's just as a movie and, you know, your mindset of a writer and looking at this me looking at the acting like it's not layered throughout this person and it's like you said like i go out you know we we like to work out and stuff like that so we're you know we can we can get up and be like yeah let's go for a hike and you know that's part of our okay let's go do this or jump into that um that's that's us it's not like I don't know. I'm not explaining this correctly. No, but no, it's just, I get what you're saying. It's like, yeah. it's part of, it's it's a trend, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it all makes sense. And with him yeah. and her. It's just like it's, they threw, it feels they're very at a, slapped on. a dartboard yeah. and they're like, yeah. all right, you know, she, she she's a kind of a weirdo and spirit or whatever, you know, she's no, they're like going mystic around, literally shit. going around the room. They're like, art teacher. No, she's 22. <laughs> she wouldn't, and it would be too hard on the kids. And we've already got kids. Okay, what about painter? Mm, we've got painter. Like, what else? You know, what have, what else yeah, we got? And then it's like yeah. hat maker, poet. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, it's. I mean, I, I honestly said to Scott, did AI write these character <laughs> descriptions? Because it's like you go into Chat P- TPG or whatever it's called, and you're yeah. like, what's the opposite job of a restaurateur? And it's probably like hat maker. You know, like. <laughs> Fart sniffer. <laughs> Fart. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, that's probably connected to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, the his job. A lot of <laughs> fart sniffers in this movie. Let's, yeah. let's say that. Well, the faces for sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so, okay. So would you ever date someone as old as your parents? I mean, you would have to, to get the same like age difference. You would have to be dating somebody like 60. Yeah. I know because I'm a little more, I don't know, call me immature or whatever, but I, I'm kind of just do whatever I want whenever I think everything's funny, you know, make jokes of everything. I don't think a 60 year old woman would be into that. And then also physically, I'm not shaming anybody or me, whatever. I just don't think it would, it would be that kind of intensity or that physical attraction that I think you need to have a fling like this or to engage, to jump in. Right. So if it's somebody like five years, 10 years older than me, then it's like, whoa, maybe, you know, we're kind of on the same, same similar. Yeah, exactly. So we can like jump in and have that physical connectedness and, you know, want to rip each other's clothes off a little bit, but it's like somebody 20 years older than me. It's like, I don't think it ever starts. Right. It's killed think, in the crib. I think if he's, if he's 50, it's like he's 30 years older than her. Yeah. You know, 28. Like, so that would be like you dating somebody that's like on the other, like over 65. That's yeah. I mean, like just that's think seniors. about you that. You get seniors discount, <laughs> yeah. man. That's yeah. It's actually it's, pretty sweet. I get the perks. <laughs> yeah. We go to the, we see the, the movies at 3 PM yeah. before she gets sleepy. Yeah. It's uh, no. We're would up at you four. would you date somebody in there? No, 50s? absolutely not. I think when I was younger, you know, it seems kind of exciting. Like if someone's like, I think, you know, I definitely have interacted with older <laughs> men. Um, especially when I was in Toronto, I, it actually was kind of triggering. I was watching this, and I remember there was a guy that I slept with. Sorry, Scott. I had a life before. How what dare say? you? Womanizer. Uh, and he was just in town for like one night or something. We like had dinner or whatever. It's expensive. And then I ended up staying the night in the like most expensive hotel in Toronto. And I mean, I was kind of drunk by the end of it, you know, by the end of the night, whatever. But I waking up was like, Ooh, I don't know if this was <laughs> worth it. You know, I, yeah. In the cold, harsh light of day, you can tell the difference between I was probably like 25 at the time and a 50 year old, you know? Um, so yeah, no, for me, but based on personal experience and also just, it just like my mom is like, you know, 20 something years older than me. She had me yeah. young. It's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. no, I can't, I can't see it. Can't and see I w- it. I, I wouldn't be recommending this movie to anyone anytime soon. In fact, the opposite, <laughs> I would say, skip it, save, save your time. Save your hour and 43 minutes with ads probably takes you up to over two hours. So just unnecessary. Yeah. There's yeah. other, there's other fall movies to check out. Honestly, watch a movie for Christmas. Just get into Christmas. I mean, 12 days. I heard that one's really good. Like this movie isn't even one of those, like you're saying to drink and have fun. It's just bad. It's a slow descent. into yeah. Depressing <laughs> with all the eyebrow raising where you're like, uh, what? Yeah. How old is he? The grandma did nothing. <laughs> he impregnated her mom's best friend. I'm sorry. What was that? And then left he had that fucked child. her once on a roof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Knew of and that child and abandoned that child. And then she came back and forgave him and helped him find the surgeon that he went behind her back and hired to perform a surgery <laughs> on her heart. Wait, what? Yeah. If you if you were to de- just write this out in notes, like this is what happened with this couple, and people read this, there's no way. People be like, no. this guy is a piece of shit. Yeah. Just well, on paper. Like, 
are you drunk? Like, yeah. did you, <laughs> did a madman write this yeah. storyline? Like this actually happened? Yeah. Like if, if people saw this as a relationship, they'd be like, this is very problematic. And all those women, he just didn't run into them in New yeah, York ever. ever. Yeah. At all these events, they, they rolled in the same circles. They Two of them never showed up at the same time at the restaurant and they were all fine with it. And they don't have STDs. Like what? what? I just feel like the this is kind of like a wet dream for the writer, Alison uh, Burnett. Like he, he saw himself doing some of this stuff or maybe thought or maybe about it. Was it. Just, just a Richard Gere, you know, thing. I don't know. Like where he was like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure my character would be really hot. <laughs> All the women would think he was hot, especially the bird hat wearing lady. The bird hat. She's a bird. Um, is there anything else? Did we miss? I think we covered it all. I think this, we covered it. This, this episode could have been 10 minutes, honestly, because I was like, this fuck is going on. Um, <laughs> do you have someone from the cast or crew that you want to shout out after we just shit, shit all over the film all that all you worked on? Movie. Yeah, I'm going to go with, um, let's see here. I'm going to go with James McQuaid, post-production supervisor. Nice. So... James, I'm just going to say that I feel for you on this. Like, you know, he's he's also in in um, visual effects. He's a producer and a production manager. Nice. But um, I just feel like this one was probably like, ugh, wish you could probably get that time back. I mean, he just did uh, visual effects for Equalizer 3 uh, oh, with Denzel. Great. Yeah, he, so he's still working. He's still doing his thing. He's you got know what? A, Not every job is is equal. What department was he in? He was VFX? He was, he's in VFX, but he um, for this movie, he was the post-production supervisor. Nice, okay. Right, so, yeah, so he's... That's he, a, not an easy job. That's what I'm honest. saying. So he wears a few hats and... And to do that not easy job for this for this film. Um, but like you were saying, you're going to have some, I, I hope to one day have some stuff of like, oh, like I'm glad I did that. But looking back on it, like it didn't come off how I wanted it to. I was I was bad in a couple parts of this movie, you know, things like that. Um, yeah. I just saw an interview with George Clooney uh, when he was a little younger talking about that. You know, he's he's got some things that, that he, bad TV that he did at one point, right? Yeah. So... You know, like, um, I just want to say a shout out to James. Um, you're still doing your thing. I can't wait to see the Equalizer 3. And uh, yeah, we see you and we appreciate you. We see you and we appreciate you. Okay, well, I also was looking around of who I could uh, thank. So when you go to IMDb, um, there's uh, under crew, there's an additional crew tab. It's where I have one of my credits because I was an assistant to a producer on a film. Um, sweet girl, that producer. And so I chose the produce, the assistant to Katya. Uh, sorry, let me start again. The assistant to the director, the director's assistant, was a woman named Katya Bogan. Now, being an assistant on set is like, it's not super glamorous. You just kind of like get coffee or like you do whatever the director wants you to do. You are around. I mean, most people get to go to set, which is great. Um, it's great set experience, but you're kind of there at the whim of, you know, the person that you're kind of assisting and it could be, can you go out and find something, something and something cool, or it's like, just stand behind me all day. Anyway, that was my experience. So this is the only film that Katya has worked on. Um, 
she probably did the one assistant thing and was like, you know what? Not uh, this is what her. it is, and maybe yeah. not. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I feel bad. I hope you know what though. Her contribution was still valuable, and mm-hmm. I hope that she enjoyed her time or at least learned something. And even if that was, I don't want to work in film. Yeah. Um, I want to go do anything else. Uh, then great. So Katya. For your one film, we see you and we appreciate you. See and we you. appreciate you. Hopefully you're doing something you love right I know. Now. I'm like, should I Google her? <laughs> hit her? Should we hit her up and see if we can get her on the podcast? See if she'll come in. Yeah. Um, she, I mean, I don't know if this is her, but there is a Katya Bogan that is a wellness and nutritionist and stress management person Ooh. in New York. So maybe she did this movie and was like, you know what? <laughs> You know what? People are going to need uh, my services after they see this movie. Yeah, because it's stressful out here in these streets. Um, so what do you think, David? Did this movie age like milk? Or I'm going to say, say this movie aged terribly. I'm going to say this milk um, was at the farm, and there was like a mad cow outbreak and a couple <laughs> other things that happened to cows, and it shouldn't have left um you know the milking facility or whatever Mm -hmm. the farm it actually got shut down but this carton somehow got onto a different truck and got to the theaters and i would say yeah stay away from this movie at all costs because it'll make you a little crazy and yes this movie aged bad great actors in this um you know shout out to to joan she's still doing her thing as an actor mm-hmm. this is nothing against you Joe. no nothing against you it's just i felt like the from the infancy this the script seemed terrible and then the way the actors interacted with each other for the most part um was pretty bad in my opinion so <laughs> i want to say yeah this aged pretty poorly I love that analogy. Yeah, I think this is a milk that like a crazy man on a stoop is trying to tell you is (laughs) so good. And the milk is him. And he's so delicious. And all the people want the milk. But you should not drink that milk because it's not good for you. I don't I do not like that milk for you. That's not a good milk. Save your time. Save your intestines. Um, (laughs) But yeah, the milk is so hot. Everyone wants the milk. The milk is on the front of Time magazine. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's when not. you open it, it scoffs. It's just, it's just like <laughs> flips its hair around and then tells you what to do with your life, the very limited life that you have left. Um, yeah. And like, sorry, we never talked about the ending, but like he's on a rowboat with his daughter and his her newborn son. And yeah. I was like, and everything's fine, right? And then it's like you zoom out and like then the, the credits come up and it's like a, quite an upbeat music score for the credits. I was like... <laughs> The everything's fuck am I okay. watching? Everything's yeah. okay. Don't um, worry. She, would, he's actually reincarnated as the yeah. daughter. <laughs> I thought they were going to do that. I thought um, she, because she was rubbing her, uh, Vera was rubbing her stomach when mm-hmm. she went on a ride, was on the table. I thought she was going to die and then she was going to name the baby Charlotte, right? After Winona's character. But to, like, with you having said that, that's a better movie. Richard Gere uh, finding out. You know, when he was a womanizer, his daughter comes back later in life, pregnant, Mm -hmm. wants to meet him. They go through a bunch of shit back and forth. Richard Gere's still trying to figure out his life and its new life, how he wants to be in his daughter's life and his new grandson or whatever. That's a movie I would watch. You could have the Winona Ryder story be the storyline still, you know, and then he's like grappling with like this, this 
daughter character and then this woman that he's falling for that's yeah. kind of the same age and it becomes this like two daughter mm-hmm. i mean maybe it's a bit maybe it's borderline incesty it's like <laughs> oh she's my daughter and she's like a daughter but yeah. i agree with you there was a there was a version of this that was really great yeah and somewhere me, somewhere out there in the in the metaverse or whatever this wasn't in yeah. the parallel universe yeah. this is like the movie everyone <laughs> loves it they're like sleepless in seattle what's that <laughs> Is Have that that weird Billy Crystal movie? That's yeah. yeah. I mean, Autumn <laughs> in New York. Like that's my family's favorite movie. Which it every year. It's a gold standard. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so suffice to say, don't drink this milk. Do not. It's, it's, do not. Warning. Drink this milk. I mean, if you want to, because you listen to the podcast and you're like, <laughs> like my brother, he always is like tracking down the movies to like watch them after. Uh. I would just say. This is not a movie that you need to be sober for or like no. make it fun for yourself. Yes, um, there you go. I like that. Or put it on in the background while you're like doing something and just But even then, I feel like the mood in the room would just be so gloomy <laughs> and sad. As the the bird lady with the little hat yeah. <laughs> slowly disintegrates into dust. unless you want to write some sad poetry then then watch this movie a few times i think i blacked out when her poetry was (laughs) i don't think i even heard it i think i was aware it was happening and i was like my brain just absolutely refused to take on any more of it yeah so uh i do like poetry but yeah they definitely should have put more in (laughs) definitely if you're gonna go there just be like that's her thing. She just like picks a flower and a crack in New York and it's like tiny flower. Here's a tiny hat for the tiny flower. I'm so whimsical. And did I mention that I'm dying? I'm dying as well. Yeah, you did mention that a couple of times. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> That's all you were uh, talking about. You're actually in my phone as Charlotte dying. I have a countdown timer. Dying, we're dying taking Charlotte. bets at work. Oh, my God. Oh, oh God. Oh. Anyway, what a terrible movie. Yes. Don't see this movie. <laughs> I mean, not. I mean, do it's a free country and it's free on freebie, but. I would if I could go back I would definitely suggest a different film there are so many movies we could have watched and I'm sorry you were like I think I have an idea for a movie and I was like totally I'm down to do that I also have this one and you're like what's that and here we are fucking blame myself no not at all we're establishing a floor right so and guess what? This is this is it. <laughs> this is the new bar, yeah. and it's not a bar you want to be on the other side of. So we'll so. see. How, you know who can bottom autumn in New York in the future? Because it for literally, us. Yeah. yeah, bottomed uh, up against the glass, bottoming that <laughs> mirror. Um, so okay, so it goes. The two worst films are <laughs> Tuscan Sun, and then this one's worse. Yes. So, yes, so we're we're, we're looking. We got to see who our bronze medalist is. Okay. Um, yeah, our bronze milk medalist. <laughs> uh, but yes. Okay. Well, that's the show. Thanks for listening, David. A pleasure. Yes. Excited for the next film, which will not be one that I chose that is on freebie. Um, it'll be a good autumn vibe. Um, but yeah, you should just go ahead and check your mad cow disease. <laughs> Make sure that mad cow ain't spoiled. Yeah. Because gross mad cow is gross. <laughs> that's our show. Catch you on the next one. Bye.